This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Bendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, I guess, here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Wednesday, the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Big show coming up today on a Wednesday. Had a great day golfing today, too. Got out, did 18 this morning, got to get out tomorrow and Friday. We're running out of golf days, so we got to get out as many times as possible. If you'd like to go with me, let me know. That'd be awesome. Uh, big show, like I said, Kyle Mahelish is going to join us. We're going to talk some uh, capital football. Bruins picked up the first win of the season last week, a 41 nothing blitzing of a not-good flathead team. So we'll talk to Coach Mahelish. They've got Butte, capital does this week, at home. That's coming up. Also going to check in with Mindy Robinson. You can follow her at iHeartMindy on the Twitter. She is a uh, political commentator. Uh, go to red, white, and fu, uh, dot com for her uh, website. Uh, she ran for governor, uh, in Nevada, and I want, she lives in Las Vegas. I want to chat with her about, with the PBR and national finals rodeos moving to, um, Texas for the year, for 2020, in November and December. I want to talk to her about how much Vegas is going to lose financially. Everything, because it's not great. And she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna give us her opinion of last night's debate. Um, I'm not sure if you watched it or not. You didn't really miss anything, except just it, it was a couple of kids talking and screaming over top of each other, basically. So anyway, uh, that's on the way. on this day in history and uh, a whole lot more coming up as well. We start with our daily COVID update. And a record 348 new cases reported today. 180 total deaths, 170 currently in the hospital. There are 3,635 active cases in the state of Montana. 9,256 have uh, recovered. And the total of 13,071 cases since March. 906 in Yellowstone County, 519 in the Flathead, 224 Glacier, 290 Cascade, 341 Missoula County, 113 Lewis and Clark, 147 Gallatin, 308 Roosevelt. Then you've got 86 in uh, Rosebud and 135 in Bighorn. Active cases, 20 in Park County, and uh, let's see, 32 Jefferson, 45 in Silver Bow. 
44 up in uh, Hill County, 40 now in Toole County, and 33 active cases in uh, Condray, along with uh, 35 in Valley. So it's spread across the uh, state. Petroleum County is still the only county in Montana to not have a case of COVID. How about that? 55 out of 56 have, uh, have had cases. And, you know, we've seen, now we're seeing uh, schools. Jordan, Conrad shut down for a couple of weeks because of uh, cases in the schools. Uh, Dr. Uh, Elizabeth Burks, or Deborah Burks, rather, the coronavirus response coordinator for the White House Coronavirus Task Force, uh, did an exclusive interview with NBC Montana and told uh, Maritza Giorgio, um, you know, it's, it's, she's concerned about Montana heading into the winter months because you can't gather with families. She's really concerned, Dr. Burks is, about COVID and the tribal nations. Now, we've seen the Blackhead Nation or the Blackfeet Nation say, uh, we're closed for quarantine for two weeks. Um, also, Dr. Burks is uh, concerned about Yellowstone County and uh, says that Yellowstone was the first county in the state to uh, have evidence of the community spread, and it hasn't stopped. And she told NBC Montana, quote, that tells me you're not stopping the spread where the community spread is happening, end quote. I wonder, I wonder why. Uh, she's also, uh, she doesn't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent, just wear masks indoors and outdoors, and uh, says it's not a hoax, it is a real virus. And uh, it's... Um, those are the numbers. But interesting, you can go to NBCMontana.com for more with uh, Dr. Burks, Dr. Deborah Burks. So, uh, let's see, where are we at? Oh, my aunt in Clyde Park is watching. Hello, Aunt Bev. Um, we're going to talk to uh, Kyle Mahelish coming up, Capital Football Coach. Also, Mindy Robinson will uh, check in. She uh, ran for governor in uh, the state of Nevada, and I want to get her thoughts coming up about how much Vegas is going to be hurt financially and uh, and more with the PBR finals and the national finals rodeo heading to Texas for the, uh, for the year 2020 in uh, November and December. So we'll talk to her coming up. Uh, new polls were released, football, high school. Jordy Hansen and I talked about ours yesterday. Here's the Treasure State media poll, of which I am a uh, proud voter. Class AA, Sentinel number one, 25 first place votes out of 26. Uh, senior number two, West number three, they play Thursday night in the Magic City. Helena High fourth, they received a first place vote. It was not for me, I voted for Sentinel number one. I did have Helena, I think two or three, I can't remember. But Glacier in five, also receiving votes, Bozeman and Capital. Bozeman, I understand. Capital, sorry, you, you beat a bad flathead team. I'm not going to, I can't see voting yet for the Bruins. They're one and two. Bozeman's two and one. And then everybody else above them in the top five is three and oh. In class A, Hamilton's number one with 11 first place votes. Miles City number two with 13 first place votes. And then you've got Billings Central. 
with a first place vote in third. Dillon four, and then Columbia Falls and Laurel tie for five. Receiving votes in Class A, Libby Haver, Frenchtown, Glendive, Harden, and Whitefish. In Class B, Manhattan's number one, Treasure State Media Rankings. Number one, Manhattan Tigers, 13 first place votes. Fairfield, number two, that's my number one, the Eagles. They have six first place votes. And Glasgow in third with a lone first place vote. Florence is number four. And then Townsend, number five, the four and one Bulldogs. Also receiving votes, Malta, Big Fork, Columbus, Cutbank, Eureka, Jefferson, Red Lodge, and Coal Strip got one vote. Class C, eight-man, Fort Benton, number one, Flint Creek, number two. Nine first-place votes for Fort Benton, six for Drummond Phillipsburg. Thompson Falls sits in third. Westby Grenora, who's my number one in eight-man, is number four, Treasure State Media Poll, and Joliet, number five. Uh, Fairview dropped out after losing for the first time into the receiving votes category. Scobie, Belt, Shelby, and Cascade also receiving votes in eight-man. In six-man, you have Big Sandy, number one, with all 11 first-place votes. Shields Valley, number two. Hot Springs, three. Freud Lake, four. Richie Lambert, five. Receiving votes, Power Dutton Brady, Highwood, Tri-Cities, Jordan, Roy Winifred, North Star, Custer, Harlow, and Savage. And uh, there you go. Some of us vote for all five uh, classes, some don't, so that's why the disparity a little bit in some of the uh, numbers for first-place votes. But there you go. There is the uh, the top five for each classification of high school sports uh, in the state of Montana. Now, I did see the coaches' poll for um, volleyball. Where did I see that? got Capital number one, Great Falls High is number two, and Helena number three. Is this it? Yep. So Capital one, CMR, CMR two, I'm sorry. Uh, Capital receiving 13 of 14 first place votes, CMR receiving one. Look, Capital is the two-time defending state champs. They've won 60 in a row. I don't know who the heck at 406mtsports.com put... Actually, it's a coach's poll, so I don't know who. Well, I guess um, Capital would have had to vote for CMR because you can't vote for yourself. So, But that's still only 14. There's 16 teams. Huh, two coaches didn't vote. You've got Helena in third, uh, third also known as three. Wow, West and Glacier. Um, in uh, the coach's poll for Class AA Volleyball. Hmm, okay. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to recap the debates last night with Mindy Robinson. You can give her a follow at iHeartMindy on the Twitter. And uh, you can also go to her website, redwhiteandfu.com. She is a patriot, self-described, a political commentator, but she also ran for governor in... Nevada in the primaries uh, this spring, and I want to talk to her about Vegas and how much Vegas is going to hurt by losing the PBR and the Wrangler National Finals for 2020 because the governor down in Nevada still not allowing big groups. So we will talk to her when we return here, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. 
New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos (laughs) all across the Treasure State, from rodeos to portraits, and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. Home financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Uh, welcome back on a wacky Wednesday. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. We are back. Here's your mortgage man cave. Oh, there she is. I heart Mindy on the Twitter. Hold on, let me turn this music down and uh, we'll get her on the air here. Um, appreciate you joining us. Uh, Mindy Robinson, a political commentator. And... Um, I guess, oh, what, an activist, I guess we call you? Oh, uh, yeah, I'd say conservative activist. Uh, like probably the opposite of all the destruction like the leftist it. ones do. <laughs> um, I reached out to you because you are in Vegas. I reached out to you because you are in Vegas. Um, or in Nevada. I'm not in Arizona. I'm on my off-duty time. Oh, okay. I was in an accident. Okay. I've been recruiting. Okay. It's actually my first 
the video since it happened, so. Oh, okay. Forgive the pajamas. <laughs> no worries. Um, I actually put a nice little jacket on for you. I actually put a nice little jacket on for you. Um, so anyway, Mindy Robinson joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. And um, I have you on, and we'll talk about the debates here in a second, but as you know, being uh, a Nevada Las Vegan, what, what are you guys calling yourself? What are you guys calling yourselves? I don't know. I mean, I say Nevadans. I never really think about it. Uh, Las Vegas is a big part of it, but there's so many, you know, communities and everything around it, and... You know, most of us don't go to the strip. We don't gamble. We right. just love Nevada. Right. Or, you know, it's kind of low key most of the time. And you ran for uh, you ran the for governor. Lost in the primary. Congress. I mean, I wasn't that. Uh, oh, you're right. You're not governor yet. Congress. I'm sorry. You'd like to run for governor. I ran for Congress. I did a pretty good job. Uh, the message was good. The people want to change. The GOP. Mm. You know, we've got some issues, uh, and I actually think the state GOP and some of the people on the federal level are the ones keeping it blue. Mm. I, I have to say that. I mean, dozens of seats, no conservative even ran, no one put anything up, and I got problems with that. You know, they're back and ended up back with a criminal guy with, like, all these things under his belt, and, uh, yeah, I, there's a lot of change that's going to happen, but I don't think it's going to come from the establishment. I think it's going to come from the people ourselves. As we get more non-politicians in office and, and, and just purge it and clean it up and do what we need to do to save this country. Because something's got to happen. And I don't feel like my party's really helping. They haven't stood up. You know, we, they legalized ballot harvesting. They've ripped us off left and right. Took every constitutional right you can imagine. And I don't hear anyone trying to help us. So we're just going to do it without them. I think that's going to have to be the way. Uh, don't disagree. Uh, Maybe Robinson is just your Jason Walker here. So Las Vegas has been home for the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo every December for a long, long time, since 1985. PBR has been there for a long time as well. But Governor Steve Sisolak won't allow big groups, and so both have to move out of Vegas. That's a bum deal for this year. I I look forward to Cowboy Christmas every year. It was a big deal here. Uh, it, all the I'm a redneck. All the rednecks come to town. Our redneck friends come to town. Our you know we have country music uh, artist friends that'll come into town and do the shows. It's a huge celebration. It's the most Americana thing to go and and to like not have it over what COVID. If ever there was a group of people that don't care about germs, it's probably the people watching people do the most dangerous sport in the world. You know, riding bulls, Broncos, barrel racing, all that stuff. We don't care about germs. You know, we it, it's just destroying our economy, and I don't see how we can recoup or get better until we open up. And it just doesn't feel like we're going to open up. There's not going to be anything left. Everyone's going to permanently move away and not come back for these conventions. We really can't afford that. We just can't. No, and it's tough no, because, it like tough I said, they're going to come back next year, hopefully. But there's no but sense of when no Vegas is even going to open. There's been no plan since it started. Uh, you know, we kept finding cute little ways to get around the crappy mandates, and he just kept shutting us down. I, I, I would never have thought, if you had told five-year-old me I'd be fighting for my basic constitutional rights against, you know, a governor. You can't not let people go to church. You can't shut down someone's way to make a living and then deny them unemployment because the system's broke and you don't want to deal with it. There are people that have never gotten their unemployment this entire time. I don't even know what to do. And, you know, they can talk about moratorium on rent, but then you're just screwing the landlords unless you actually stop the mortgage payments and all that kind of stuff like that. Syslac has never had a plan. 
He's only he's made a pact with California, Washington State, Oregon, those douchebags. And you know, he listens to them. He doesn't listen to the people. And he doesn't care. He barely barely became governor and there was a lot of fraud and a lot of things suspicious things going on with that he barely won he's never going to win again you know i i heard he was promised something in biden's cabinet all kinds of things whatever he's doing he doesn't care about us uh, you can tell by his twitter democrats and republicans hate this guy we're in the middle of a recall we're doing everything we can to just save our state and get rid of him because i don't see how we can survive much longer with this no plan that he's got you know, he, he's done so many suspicious things. Like, he closed all the bars down. Like, it's amazing where you can get COVID and where you can't. Right. Apparently, all the big businesses and the chain stores and the weed stores that he's being looked at for campaign fraud, you know, they get to stay open. But mom and pop vitamin stores, they got to close. None of this makes sense, and I think the people see that. You know, if, if I don't want to wear a mask, I shouldn't have to wear a mask. If they work, then yours is fine. What's going on here? And why isn't anyone saying anything? I feel like I've been screaming from the rooftops about how, you know, fraudulent the mail-in ballots and everything's here. And... I don't, it, since it's happening everywhere, I'm having a hard time getting national attention to Karen. And, and you're not going to see care from the local news stations. Even the Fox channel is left as here. It's really fun. <laughs> uh, it sounds like it. Uh, she is the host of Red, White, and FU. You can check it out, uh, redwhitenfu.com. Mindy Robinson, iHeartMindy on the Twitter. Uh, joining us here, Mike Miller, Steve on that one. Right. Financially, give me a number me what a Vegas number is going to lose with no PBR and no NFR for basically two weeks, three weeks. Like I said, it wasn't, I mean, we are known for our conventions. It's every week there is a convention. Now, whether you're talking about SHOT Show, which is like, I think one of the last that happened. You get SHOT Show, you get everything in the world. Cowboy Christmas is important because... It's money. I mean, when are people looking to spend their money the most of the year? It's going to be around Christmas time. That's when you get those fun gifts or you buy the wife a, you know, a great concert. It would have been a great opportunity to come back after what just happened. And we're being denied that. And I, I don't know what else to do. You know, what do you do when your elected officials don't care what the people want? You know, he, or trying to recall him, like I mentioned, he shut down a recall event against him last week. He had city officials come down, shut down an outdoor event, and they wouldn't even tell them what laws or mandates they broke. They just said, oh, you're breaking them and, and threaten the landlords and stuff like that. He's begging for money to fight the recall. Like, it's, it's getting ugly here. But, and, and I truly believe in Nevada is one of those states where there's a lot of independents, there's a lot of moderates, there's a lot of good people mixed in with the rest of us. This is really a red state. And uh, if we can get this done, that means every other state that's suffering under a tyrannical governor, they can do this. It can be done. It's not easy. One of the first things Sisolak did in office was make it harder to recall him. Mm. He never even recalled a governor before. How did he for foresee this? I swear these things have been planned for a very long time. The Democrats are taking our rights, and they're not going to give them back very easily. Mm. And, and yes, PBR is part of that. We no. really should have been open and just done stuff. It would have been full. No one would have cared. None of the things we have done have created a spike or a hot spot. So if you can have Black Lives Matter protest, then I can have my cowboy Christmas. I'm just saying. Mindy Robinson, our guest here, Jason Lanker Show. I've got to ask you, too, because, you know, I talked to buddies of mine that are in the rodeo industry or in the PBR, and they say that, you know, the, the, the riders, the guys in the actual PRCA and PBR will be fine. But it's the, the people in Vegas, the, the, the concierge, the valets, the dealers, the bartenders, the waiters, those are the people that are hurting much more, and that is terrible. 
Well, yeah. I mean, there's a few things that Nevada is really good at. We're good at their conventions, and we're good at tourism. Two things that we don't have right now. The only thing that's continuing has been construction, but that's not really helping the little guy out. You know what I mean? It's it's not helping me. It's helping the richer people. So uh, I don't know what to do. I, I don't see a reason why PBR would be canceled or moved. That would have been a perfect start. Uh, to kick us off and to get in the swing of things with a group of people that wouldn't care anyway, you know, about germs and whatnot. And, uh, well, we just don't have it. And we didn't get a say in it. I'm sorry. Like, I, I feel bad. We never got to vote on it. We never got a say. We haven't since the start in April. So, so Mindy, what's going to happen and I don't, in January? It's like January. never by these rules. This, it's never going to be. When are people going to stop getting sick? Never. Well, never no, I, I, yeah. So, um, January is a big uh, AVN convention. Is that going to happen? The what? The AVN convention. The AVN convention. Who cares? That's like the grossest one that we ever have. But uh, Shasha's right before that. True. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. It's not a real job. What are you getting an award for? Like I know, I know, but it's so good. Yeah, it's Vegas. No, Shasha perceives that, and Shasha was huge for us. And I don't know. I'm. Just, are we going to be better by then? Probably not. If we're not ready for December, we're going to be ready for it in January. I I think they're just going to keep destroying us. I think Trump's going to win, and it's not going to stop. And hell, even if Trump lost because they cheated, I don't think this is going to stop. They got our rights. They got our control. You know, they got our way, our, our livelihoods, you know, under their thumbs. Why would they give that up? We're, we're at, this is the socialism they wanted. Right. You know, Maybe they just Robinson used the virus to get it instead of like war or voting for people in. They just declared it an emergency and gave themselves powers. That's literally what happened. How do we undo that? I know you made Magic an powers. attempt I know you made in running attempt. for Congress. What did you in learn? Running for Congress. What did you learn? Running for that. Running for that. <laughs> I learned a lot. I, uh, you know, I was at CPAC and I saw what was running in my district. And, you know, my bad. I spent all this time caring about national issues and all these other things, and I didn't look at my own district. I didn't really think about it until till then, and then it was actually that Monday would have been the day to sign up and the last day you could to run for Congress. And I was up against a guy that was basically a liberal. I mean, he was nice to me, but, you know, he was anti-gun. He wasn't really for Trump. Uh, he wanted to raise taxes, and he was a millionaire. He was funny, and I was up against a criminal, an outright criminal. Uh, you know, even in his commercials, he's like, never been convicted. I'm like, bro, you, you pled guilty. That's kind of, you know, you have five cases of fraud. They're all civil. They're not criminal. They'll count. Oh, you know, he's got, he's got, whatever, it'd be five cases of fraud, forgery, non-payment, three separate instances on people. He had a little role for a minute. And then separate instances of domestic abuse with two different and I'm not voting. I'm just not. You know, he was fucked up. And the one thing between the Republican Party, you know, I, I we're getting suppressed into oblivion online. We're, if I can look at my Facebook, it's a miracle. And that's happening to all of us. Everything, everyone is getting hit for fake news. No one even, it's not even true. It's not even accurate. Nothing. Literally. And I don't see the old white guys of the GOP doing anything. They don't care about Facebook. They have no local news stations that lean my way, not even the Fox. I barely trust, you know, regular Fox anymore. What do we have? Who's going to call out the fake news when they're posting these fake stories and manipulated footage? It was us on social media, and they're taking that from us. And I don't know why the GOP doesn't care, but the GOP backed the criminal. And that's who I'm supposed to be voting for, and I'm not voting for him, uh, in my district. We got stuck. And it happened in a lot of different places. 
We got someone we didn't want. We got a rhino shoved down our throats. And voting, you know, voting down the line red for these rhinos is what's destroyed Nevada. Look at all the Harry Reid. Not just someone had stopped Harry Reid Republicans, you know, before all this. And, and we'd probably still be a red state, but we're not. So I learned I'm not a fan of the GOP. I'm actually working with people on, on doing an independent constitutionalist third party called the Patriot Party in Nevada. I, I believe they're doing something similar in Arizona. We, the people, are sick. We don't see anyone in our corner. We don't see anyone helping us. So we're just basically a group of civilians and non-politicians getting together to restore the Constitution. It's absolutely ridiculous why we even have to have this discussion about restoring the Constitution, but we do. Um, who won the debate uh, last night? Who won the debate last night? What a shit show. I'm sorry. Like, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. It was a shit show. Just, like, watching it. Like, part of me almost wished Trump didn't interrupt Biden because the longer Biden talks, the weirder it gets. Like, there's a few there where you're like, you couldn't even remember what he was talking about. It was just like a bunch of, like, you know, buzzwords. Like, a, I called what I call, like, a, a radical left to speak and say. Like, he's just hitting things, racism, you know, all these points. And it was weird. Like, like even in Chris Wall, I didn't want to get started. He should have never done it. He did not have the cojones to get in between those two and actually moderate it for a, a debate that people could listen to and learn from. You know, when, when you say Biden, you didn't answer this question, you need to answer it now, and he still doesn't answer it, I would have been like, ah, answer the question. You have to hold people accountable. And and Chris Wallace was a, a half-cooked French fry, like a, just a limp French fry. I, I, I didn't see anything of it. And because of that, it was kind of hard to listen to, honestly. I mean, how many times does Trump have to disavow white supremacists? How many times? You know, how many times do we have to say the Proud Boys are racist? Or they're the worst racist group ever because I've seen, you know, there's people of every color and creed. So it was just bizarre. And, and to see Biden outright say things that were lying, never get called out. I knew we were in trouble the minute because I had to watch it live, live stream. Out here. I don't have TV. When they're like, CNN will fact check this live. Get out of here. Like, I know what you're doing. You're going to find that word, you know, find that little thing. And, and fact checking is kind of the left's new way of saying, oh, see, we're right by using fallacies and, and manipulating words. And, and I call them out on that all the time. But... It was a shit show. I, I didn't like it. No, it was, it was sure tough to watch. I'm not sure I could say anyone no, it was, I, it was I think Trump won when he started talking about how Biden will not stand up for law enforcement. You know, that's a huge for the average American. You, you see cops getting shot at. You see our cities burned. No one's doing anything about it in those Democrat-run cities. And there's no law and order. And when Biden is confronted with it, you know, what did Trump say? He's like, are you even, you know, supported by one law enforcement group? He's like, uh, and, oh, I don't have time to say it. You don't have time to say it because there is none. You know, and then today he's like, well, there are people. Yeah, no one's asking about people or officials. I could find all kinds of cops or former cops or mall security cops. Who knows what he's talking about? We're talking about groups and their unions. None of them back you, Biden. And uh, that's probably the biggest takeaway I got from that. But, yeah, I didn't like the discourse. I didn't like the over-talking on either side. Uh, I think Trump should have just let Biden dig his own grave because that's what Biden's best at. Saying dumb stuff. Mindy Robinson joining us here, Jason Mindy Walker. Show. Joining us here, Jason Walker. We show. have a mutual friend. We have a mutual friend. John Schneider. Okay. John Schneider. Oh, yeah. Um, I know you were at his birthday party. I had him on right before his birthday party, and then he canceled it. He wasn't going to, but then he did. Uh, but he was able to get the uh, the uh, Bose extravaganza the, uh, going. How was that? How was that? Oh, my God. It was... I mean, you have to understand, I had a hell of a spring. You know, I ran for Congress in a quarantine. It was like, I mean, I lost my mom, I lost my cat. It was like, you know, crap show. And I, I felt like all my freedoms were being stripped. And then I went to Bo's Extravaganza, and 
You know, no one was wearing a mask. No one was afraid of anything. You know, the Bellamy brothers are on stage, you know, singing. The sun is setting. They grab us. It was the most American thing. And, and it kind of rhymed me. Like, that's, this is what it's about. This is what I love about America. The people, the love, everyone was friendly. And, and it really, you know, it keeps me going. I think that was the last public event I, I got to do. And, uh... Up until, I guess, AmpFest when I do that one. But uh, it, I loved it. It, it. He's a great guy. Everyone that likes, everyone's just so happy. You know, it's such a different thing from Twitter where I feel like everyone's angry mm. and, you know, at each other's throats and, and everything like that. It was, there's a lot of good people left in this world. They're not all fallen for what the media says. And, and I think we're a quiet majority. And I, I think at the end of the day, that's what's really going to affect the election and changing things and getting back on fact. Is that most people are good people. They just don't want to argue with leftists all day, I guess, like I do. Uh, you filmed a movie, too? Uh, you filmed a movie, too? We filmed, yeah. I've done four movies with John. Uh, this, so this is the fourth one. We did, gosh, we met, we did, you're going to miss me, small part in that, and then we did Christmas Cars, which I love. It's a family-friendly Christmas movie. We did Roe v. Wade, a pro-life movie. That's not out yet. And then we did Step on, uh, Stand on It. And it's kind of a homage to uh, Smoking the Bandit. We didn't try to remake it. We tried to honor it and have fun and kind of relive it. And I think that's the difference. And, and that's what people love about the Dukes of Hazzard and all the things from their childhood is reliving it as adults. It's just nostalgia in a world where, you know, it's crappy reboot movies and, you know, woke things being shoved down your throat and, you know, Hollywood celebrities telling you how to live while they're all raping each other for roles. It's good. That there's still a conservative, happy, friendly, com- you know, content that isn't afraid to be humorous and not offend people. It's it's awesome, and there's so many Confederate flags. I can't wait for the letter campaign. Hey, uh, Mindy, when? Uh, hey, uh, Mindy, when, when uh, well, when does the movie come out when, for one? Well, when does the movie come out for one? Uh, I don't know. Okay. That has to go through editing, post-production, closed caption. There's so many little things people don't realize. Uh, I can tell you the the Christmas movie we did did come out last year, mm-hmm. but it got repicked up. And so, like, Walmart will be carrying it and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a new movie when something gets re-released. So we have that. And I would be surprised if this one didn't follow it uh, closely. He's really good at editing. I mean, he's editing in his head when he's filming. So he's ready to go, and and it's going to be really fun. And hopefully we get to have a premiere, and I get to see everyone again, because it's like a family. It's really nice. He's a uh, he's a pretty decent dancer too. I watched him on Dancing with the Stars. I know both him and Randy did Dancing with the Stars, yeah. but luckily they didn't have to compete yeah. with each other. They were different seasons, but uh, yeah, right? Yeah. See, uh, I can dance. I just need a little instruction. Just you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Hey, what can people expect on your website? The what? On your website, what can people expect when you go there? <laughs> well, Red White Nephew unapologetically, unapologetically Patriotic is the website. Uh, we do a little bit of everything. I call out my own a lot, too, which I, I wish more conservatives did, because uh, it makes us look bad. You know, if you see someone grifting in the MAGA movement or something like that, call them out. Who cares if you lose a couple of people or followers? At the end of the day, it's our integrity that separates us from those people, and that's what the site's about. It's it's not afraid to say what I want, and, and you know, it came about because... People were getting, the left was getting offended about the American flag. Remember that whole, you know, kids could wear a flag shirt, it was offensive. Then get the hell out of here. You know, go move to Mexico, go move to Canada, go somewhere else. If you are offended by the red, white, and, you know, F you. And that's kind of how that was born. And that and Facebook was taken down all my content. So I learned if I do it on a separate website and share the link, I'm able to say that's when I'm able to say what I want. Everything else is just censored into oblivion at this point. So. 
and we'll probably go back to making segments and, and stuff like that. It's just been kind of hard with the quarantine. Well, I am uh, so happy you were able to join us. Uh, I am uh, so happy you were able to join us. Trying to, us. Uh, trying to get a hold of you for a while. I'm glad you are now following me on the Twitter. Please come on anytime. Um, please come on anytime. You can, yes. uh, how about after the election? You can, uh, how about after the election? Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm one of those people. Just message me if I can do what I can do. Sometimes I'm tra- I used to travel nonstop. It was an issue. Obviously, I had the accident. Gosh, it's been a month wow. since the accident, so I was... Wow. Not doing stuff, you know. I wasn't even walking, so it it, it was something. And uh, you know, I'm pretty easily accessible. My DMs are open. I try to read all the messages. Sometimes I miss them, but you message me, and, and you know, I got something to talk about. We'll we'll come on and we'll discuss it. I have a feeling we have you to have. do something. You're not going to find it on yeah. CNN. So. Right there, you go. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> and I'm mostly on your side on all of this. So it's uh, and people, my listeners know that they know it. I'm not a fan of our governor up here in Montana. Really? Ooh, no. <laughs> Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I'm okay. I'm not afraid to call him out. So, anyway, Mindy, appreciate it. Um, enjoy Arizona. Get back to Vegas soon, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You can follow her at iHeartMindy on Twitter, redwhiteandfu.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is Mindy Robinson joining us uh, on the uh, Airlink. Man, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline, how cool was she? She's um, she's pretty cool. Um, I know we had a little bit of an echo there, but uh, it, but it's it's fine, um, totally fine. Uh, so there you go. You got a little bit of everything, but you'd find out how much Vegas is going to hurt. She's from Vegas or lives in Vegas. She does the PBR. She does the National Finals Rodeo. Like she talked about, Cowboy Christmas. There's a lot of, you know, like the, the, the riders – the, you know, those guys are going to have fun in Texas. The fans are going to have fun in Texas. But it's the people in Vegas that are going to hurt the most. And you look at the numbers. I mean, we're talking millions and millions of dollars for essentially a week in November and 10 to 14 days in December of PBR, National Finals Rodeo, not there now. And like Flint Rasmussen and Will Rasmussen and I have talked about it here on the show, is... You know, like I brought up, the concierge, the valets, the bartenders, the waitresses, the the hotel people. I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable that how much money is going to be lost, and, and it's tough. But they'll be back next year. They will be back next year. And if you miss Sean Gleason, a PBR CEO, yesterday, you can go back and listen to JasonWalkerShow.com. Just like today, you can listen to anything you may have missed, including Mindy Robinson. She was fun. She's so much fun. Uh, we'll, we'll get her back on again soon, too. Um, we'll take a break. We're going to come back. And when we do, Kyle Mahelish will join us. The Capital Bruins picked up their first win of the year last week over Flathead. And uh, they look to go two in, uh, two in a row. Because you can't win five straight if you don't win two straight. And they'll go for their second straight against Butte Friday night. What did they do so well last week? What do they have to do this week? Kyle Mahelish will join us next. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center.
New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Head in for Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State, from rodeos to portraits, and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Jason Walker Show, final segment on a wacky Wednesday, or wonderful Wednesday. Still uh, talking to people about Mindy Robinson. She's fun. iHeartMindy.com, or iHeartMindy on the Twitter, red, white, and fu.com uh, on the online. On this day in history coming up tomorrow, we'll talk Preakness with uh, Barry Abrams, ESPN In the Gates podcast. And um, 
Friday, Selena Adelson Journey will join us. I've known her since she was in high school, and uh, she's got uh, a couple of young kids, and she's a principal now, uh, elementary or a vice principal out in Washington. But she wrote a book. She's from Belgrade, but she wrote a book about uh, dealing with uh, little kids and COVID, and it's it's a pretty good book. I've read the most of it, so I'm looking forward to having her on Friday. Anyway, uh, speaking of Friday, uh, the Double A will play most of its football games. There's a couple of games Thursday, uh, including I think Senior West, and then Gallatin plays somebody um, Thursday. So anyway, um, Capital though will be hosting the defending state runner-up, which is the Butte Bulldogs, and to uh, chat about last week's big win, which was the first of the season. And defensively, how did they uh, prepare for a Butte team that lost a lot of talent? Well, we'll talk about it. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotlines, the head coach of the Capitol Bruins, Kyle Mahelich. He joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. 3-2-1. All right, Coach, appreciate you joining us on uh, the week after a big, big win and uh, a much-needed win for the Bruins last week in a game you thought you could win, and you did. Well, yeah, I thought going into uh, last week, we certainly had a chance. Um, I think our kids understand the message. I think they understand uh, our goals now, the remainder of the season. Uh, we played well on all three phases of the game. Um, I thought defensively, you know, we came out in that first series, we caused a fumble, play one, that goes out of bounds, so they lose, so then it's about second and 15. Then we come out, we get a turnover, short field for our offense, and we punched in, and then... You know, a lot of things went well for us Friday night, but, uh, you know, the kids created their own opportunities, and uh, we took advantage of it and got a big win. Was it a must-win? Yeah, it was a must-win offense. Um, no, Deegan's a good football player, um, and he, he I, you know, you just have to get used to that, you know, both-way snap type thing. you got to get your wind about you. Your body's got to get used to it. Um and, you know, he's struggled, I think, the first couple couple games, and then, you know, he's kind of settled in. Uh, he had a great game defensively, had a great game offensively. He definitely did. A couple of uh, touchdowns, like we mentioned, a couple of sacks as well. Um, compare him to Walker. Well, they play total different positions. Uh, Walker's a little bit bigger than Keegan, but, uh, you know, they're both good football players. Family, uh, good uh, I grew up with father, Brad Cozy. Uh, he was uh, he's a Hall of Famer over at Carroll College. Uh, so football's a big part of their lives, and uh, you know he's just kind of continuing that tradition. Capital head coach Kyle Mahelis joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Um, Matt Burton seems to be getting more comfortable too, and, and you know you you look at him, you don't look he doesn't look like a, a, a quarterback. But he's starting to play a lot better. And I mean, I don't want to say a lot better, but more comfortable, I guess, is the word. Sure. Well, the offensive staff, Coach Cockhill, those guys, they put together a good game plan every week for Matt. Um, you know, when they get him out of the pocket, whether it be some naked boots, some bootlegs, some sprint out. Um, just so he's, you know, Matt isn't necessarily a pocket passer. You know, like, like everybody knows he's not. Six two, he's in the pocket. Uh, he's very good on the move. 
Um, that those are his strengths. So we certainly we certainly have to uh, formulate a plan to allow Matt to have success. He couldn't get into the end zone though, eighty six yards and and come up an inch or two or a yard short. <laughs> yeah, his buddies were giving him a hard time on that one that he got caught at the one. So no, it was a great run. I mean, he made makes the right read and he makes a great run and. You know, those are those big plays that we have to have. Yeah. You know, I don't know if anybody's built for first and ten and then second and seven and third and three and get the first down. We we need to uh, offensively. You put it together for a whole game. No, they did. I mean, I, defensively we had three three and outs. We met all of our goals. Uh, I think we held them to 36 yards uh, passing and just over 100 yards or a little bit more than 100 yards rushing. Uh, the quarterback kind of hurt us on some scrambles. I thought our kids covered well downfield. We tackled extremely well. Uh, we have some pretty salty kids on defense uh, that enjoy playing football. They enjoy the preparation. They enjoy the process. Uh, Chayton Winkle had a great game. Tyler Little had a great game. Cozy. Our secondary obviously played well. Um, and we do some de- defensive things that uh, kind of mess with offenses. We'll uh, have some blitz games for you, or we'll just play coverage. We'll move some things up front. Um, but no, I was proud of the kids. They did a heck of a job. Well, forty-one nothing. You pitch a shutout on defense. That's uh, I mean, that's I know no coach is ever happy, but that had to have pleased you a little bit. <laughs> no, it did. I mean, and like I said, I we know we're good defensively. We just we you know shot ourselves in the foot in Glacier, and you know a couple times to a Sentinel. You know, I was talking with Coach Mahaney today, and we were just reflecting on that game. Uh, they get a, a PI call near the goal line that ends up turning into a touchdown, which I, you know, we as coaches don't think it was a PI, but you know, if a couple different things happen against Denver, it's, it's probably twenty-one-zero, mm-hmm. and but it, obviously it's not. We could have, should have, would have, but uh, how we played Friday night is, you know, we played just as hard against those other teams, and it's just missed opportunities and field position and short fields that kind of come back and get you. Uh, but we were able to create turnovers. Our offense was able to move the ball, um, and that's going to be our formula for success. You've got four games left, which is it just seems so weird. Um, but it, you got Butte at home Friday night, and this is a, a Butte team that lost so much talent from last year's runner-up team. Uh, but what do you expect from the Bulldogs this weekend? Because it's still Butte. They're still, you know, every coach says scrappy. Um, go ahead. No, they play, you know, the game one, they play Helen at a 14-9. They're up 3-0 at half. And Helen High's offense has been exploding on everybody yeah. here. So their their defense is, is good. I mean, they're big. They're physical. Um, offensive line-wise, I mean, they're, they're 290, 280, 260. Uh, there's, I mean, there's some big kids and, uh, the quarterback obviously has been behind Tommy a lot. So he's, he's learned a lot of football. Um, and the receivers are good. Um, so they, they are a good football team. They just, you know, kind of like what we had at the beginning, they, they had Helen high, which is obviously a three and all. They had uh, Glacier who's undefeated. And then also, um, uh, Sentinel. So they've gone up against, they've gone up against top three in our conference right now. Kyle Mahalish, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. You mentioned the quarterback, and I can't think of his name right now, but sitting behind Malott for, you know, the last couple of years, you learn, but you don't get that time to play. How much has is how much growth does he have from game one to now? 
No, he looks real comfortable in the pocket. I mean, he's been a two-year JV starter, so he's been on the JV squad for two years, sophomore, junior year. Um, no, he looks comfortable. He, he manages the offense well. They're still doing all the same stuff. Um, it's just obviously the there's only one Tommy Malott. Right. He's pretty solid. So, um, no, the kid's a good quarterback. I mean, he's got some height. He's got a zing in his arm. Uh, so he's going to be a handful. What about their defense? Their defense is good. Um, their defensive line is solid. Their linebackers are good. I know they lost some guys, but they, I think their entire starting offense or defense, they are probably about 90% seniors and they got a couple juniors riddled in there. So this is a, you know, this is a, an older group. It's not like they're throwing a bunch of sophomores in. Right. Um, in trying to trying to find an answer, they're a pretty uh, mature football team. We talked last week. You were not going to have senior night last week. Is it coming up this week? No, the I kind of put that on the parents, and they've decided that they're going to do it against Hellgate. Oh, okay. And I just said, you know, if we if we don't get to Hellgate, then I don't want I don't want any phone calls that we didn't get a parent night in. Yeah, because it's not your fault. Um, that's right. That's right. You just believe it to the parents. Let, let them decide. That's right. Uh, Kyle Mahelish, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, so when you're in the locker room and the kids are getting ready, what's the go-to music that you guys as the Capitol Bruins usually pick um, pregame? Well, usually before we get out, it's uh, before we leave the locker room, it's a little bit of Metallica. Mm. So, so uh, up to that point, you know, it's all this new stuff and rap. And, so I don't know. I'm not a big fan of their music. <laughs> I love but, it. Uh, so who picks the Metallica? Capital High School. Uh, who picks Metallica? It's been a tradition at Capital High School for, gosh, I don't know, okay. for quite some time. I like it. Little uh, little inner Sandman. Yeah, nice. Got it. Nice. Uh, that whole black album was great, by the way. I think it's thirty years old this year. Um, <laughs> if right. you could choose, what's your go-to that you would prefer? You know, I'm an AC/DC guy, so I know oh. when I played, I was AC/DC. Um, you know, any of AC/DC. Um, my my kids still look at me and. When they hear ACDC songs, they're like, we wouldn't even know who ACDC was unless Dad listened to us in his car. <laughs> uh, well, I said, that's some of the greatest stuff ever. It is. Of course, you probably listen yeah. to it on 8-track, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in my dad's old van. I like it. Uh, what was your first vehicle in high school? <laughs> my first vehicle was a four-wheel drive blue uh, Toyota uh, pickup. Oh, okay. Um, did you get in any wrecks in high school? I did not. Good, good. Yeah, you are a pretty safe driver. You, yes, I like that. Um, all right, big game against Butte this week. Um, Metallica will be jamming in the locker room. And what's been the biggest difference, Coach, this year? Take out COVID, take out all that, but getting kids ready for this game each and every week. You know, I think it's just been the inconsistency in everybody's schedule. Um, you know, we're in a, we're in a routine, but it's not, I guess, what everybody's used to is our regular routine. Um, you know, I'm talking to the kids about if you're an A day and a B day, and if we're a B day kid and you're getting to school, that means you're up and going to school. If you're an A day kid, you know, you're not sleeping in until noon and then expecting your body and your 
your mental capacity to be there at a seven o'clock game when you just got up at noon. I think that's been the most difficult part of making sure these kids are on point and trying to maintain a, a, as good a schedule as they can. I think that's been the most difficult part. Well, uh, I know you're one of the guys and your staff can lead these kids through a lot of different uh, challenges. You guys do a great job over there at Capitol. Appreciate it. Good luck this week, Coach, and uh, we'll talk to you All soon. All right, thank you. Tom Hellis joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a big game. Um, if Capital goes to 2-2 two and two and, you know, they had the tough gauntlet just like Butte has had, uh, that'll be a good game Friday night at uh, at Vigilante. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, let's see. So I'm guessing. This, so Butte came up here twice this year because they played opening game at Helena at Vigilante. They'll be here Friday against Capital. So interesting. Because normally, if they're you know like uh, like uh, like Flathead and Glacier, you know Helena High's at Flathead, Capital hosted Flathead. So you know you one or the other. But um, it's like, you know, it's all right. Uh, so listen to, uh, was it KBOW out of Butte? They'll have the game for you on Friday night. So good stuff. Appreciate Kyle Mahalis joining us. And uh, just unbelievable, unbelievable, good dude. Just a great guy. I love Coach I love all the coaches in this town. Um, always have. All right, today is September the 30th. It is the last day of the month of September. Can you believe that? It is National Women's Health and Fitness Day. It is Chewing Gum Day, Mud Pack Day, and Love People Day. On this date in 1659, Peter Stuyvesant of New Netherlands forbids tennis playing during religious services. It was the first mention of tennis in the U.S., 1659. 1904 on this date, White Sox lefty Doc White pitched his fifth shutout in 18 days. Pitchers were men back in the day. That changed in, what, the late 70s, early 80s? And, of course, big money in the 90s and now. 1927, Babe Ruth, 60th home run off Tom Zachary, the long-time record. Uh, 1934, Babe's final game as a Yankee, went 0-3. 1939, the first televised college football game, Fordham versus uh, Waynesburg. New York City. 1956, White Sox Jim Darrington at 16 was the youngest to start a game. He lost it. 1962, in their first season, the New York Mets lose a record 120th game. Uh, where were they, 54 in 120? Bad, bad baseball. Uh, 1972, Roberto Clemente was the 11th to get to 3,000 hits. It was his final. He died uh, New Year's Eve on a uh, relief mission in 1972. 1984, Mike Witt of the California Angels, the 11th to pitch a perfect game. Dave, uh, Dave Steeb, uh, 1988, I think he was with Toronto, lost a second consecutive no-hitter bid with two outs in the ninth. 1989, Nolan Ryan's perfect game broken up in the eighth. He did get his 300th strikeout of the year. 1992, George Brett's got four hits to get to 3,000 for his career. Uh, happy birthday, 1926. Robin Roberts won 28 consecutive complete games between 1952 and 1953. Again, men were men back in the day. Pitchers were men. 
1980, happy birthday, Martina Hingis. Five-time Grand Slam singles champ in tennis. Uh, she was a Swiss tennis player, but she was born in Slovakia. Dominic Mosianu is a year older today, born on this date, 1981. Dominique Mosianu, a gymnast, took silver at the World Championships in 1995, was part of that amazing Olympic gymnastics American team that won gold in 1996. Uh, also, let's see, uh, one non-sports birthday today. Um, I, now I'm just all over the place here. It is, uh, excuse me, Angie Dickinson's birthday. She is 89 today, born on this date, 1931. Angie Dickinson, policewoman. Um, what was that? Uh, the uh, was it the? Um, what was the one? She was in Rio Bravo with John Wayne. She was born in Colm, North Dakota, 1931, on this date. Angie Dickinson. Um. Police woman on TV, but I'm thinking of uh, Dress to Kill. That's the movie she was also in. Um, and who was the actor? Now I'm going to, oh, all over the place. <laughs> uh, one death on this date. 1955, James Dean, the actor, was killed in a car crash at the age of 24. Uh, and this happened, last, we found out last night. Helen Reddy died yesterday, the Australian singer. She was 78. But Mac Davis passed away yesterday. Uh, Mac Davis wrote the song. He was a great songwriter, but he wrote the song In the Ghetto that was recorded by Elvis. Um, but Mac Davis, my favorite Mac Davis song, uh, It's Hard to Be Humble. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Yeah, that's Mac Davis, or uh, sad, sad stuff. Mac Davis passing away yesterday. All right, let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Great show today. Kyle Mihalish joining us and uh, had a good time chatting with him. Capital High goes for a second straight win Friday night at home against Butte. Mindy Robinson joined us. I heart Mindy on the Twitter. Red, white, and fu.com. She is a uh, political commentator. Talked about Vegas and how much losing Vegas, uh, Vegas will lose with the CNFR. Uh, let's try that one again. Wrangler National Finals Rodeo and the PBR moving to Texas this year. And uh, she also threw in her comments about the debate last night. If you missed anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com and uh, catch any of our past shows, including today. Tomorrow, we'll talk Preakness. Barry Abrams will join us. See you at 4, the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.